You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. Here we are. We're back again. We are starting. Yes. Yes. Back again. I'm excited for this, this episode this week. It's going to be a good one. Me too. Very excited. How are you guys out there in, uh, in listening to podcast land? Great. Awesome. Hopefully you're great. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Well, we're doing good too. Yeah, how's um, Hawaii? Yeah, Hawaii's good. Yeah. Um, still doing the same thing. You're still in Michigan right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm in Hawaii. Let me think of what I'm doing. I'm probably not leading worship right or this week because I did it last week. But I'm probably playing cajon or guitar or something like that. Maybe backup vocals. Amazing. Um, what am I doing? I probably made a lot of new friends because you're oh. gone and I have a lot of people I need to hang out with. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably maybe I'm married. Who knows? A lot can happen. And bro, if you got married and, I was gone, and I'm gone, I'll be so mad at you. <laughs> I'll be so mad at you. Bro, I'll be so mad. Bro, I'll be so. I won't even be happy that you're married. I'll be so <laughs> mad that I wasn't with you. Like I'm not so getting married to you, but there with you at your wedding. Yeah. Anyways, oh, wow. our friends will be back. You won't be yes, back. Yes, I, I think, won't be back. I think by the time this goes up, uh, Allie, Dalton, Lindsay, Lindsay, they'll all be back. So I'll be chilling with my friends. Yes, we'll be well, they'll be in quarantine. We'll be having a good time. We'll be hanging out with them. At You'll night be seeing stuff. them at. Yeah. Well, from a distance. I can see them from a distance. I think Lindsay's gonna be behind this wall. And Allie and Dalton are going to be behind the, the camera, camera. Yeah. because we're in the Perry's living room. Yeah, thanks to Perry's. They actually, I've not told them that we're doing this. Event. Yeah. I think actually after the next episode, we're going to be uh, having to find a different studio to record. Well, when we come back live. So we got yeah. like to record two more after this one. Yeah. And then when we do live, then we will be in a different studio. Yep. Which is the OG studio, which you guys have never seen. Yep. But you'll finally be able to see it. You'll see all the nice art that we're working yeah. with. And then oh, uh, cool stuff. We got some. We got an interview coming up. It's gonna be dope, dude. We got the the big chairs, like little desk in the oh, middle. Heck. It's gonna look so much better. It's gonna look so <laughs> much better. Not that the Perry's. Not that the, your house looks. Yeah, bad your house looks good. Looks great, but just like, you yeah, <laughs> <laughs> know. Yeah. So, uh, like an we, actual studio. Yeah, we gotta, and we're, we want to do more. It's gonna be so exciting. We'll have officially my the second microphone. Yep. So that'll be here. Yep. Um, we're the microphone. Better we'll sound quality. Yeah, it'll be great. 100% amazing. Yep. Um, oh, I was going to say something else. Oh, how Michigan is. Yeah, how Michigan is. I got my right beard now. trimmed last week. Nice. Um, I've seen some of my supporters. Nice. And had some meetings. That nice. I'm just going to speak out right now. Went great. Nice. Um, yeah, just had a good time. Seen my friends I haven't seen in a long time. Cool. Still having beer at the pool. Nice. Responsibly. And so it's just been a good <laughs> time, you know? And I, I'm glad you're having a good time. Probably missing you guys. Probably not really sleeping well in my bed because I, every time I go home the bed's like not, I'm not used to it anymore so mm-hmm. I'm like also almost every time I go home I have a new sleeping arrangement huh I, when I left for YWAM pre-DTS I was in my mom's basement uh-huh. like me and my older brother were sleeping in the basement yeah um, and then I went to DTS and my little brother took that room mm-hmm. and my older brother took my bed mm-hmm. and so I got moved to my little brother's room with a new bed and then I came to do a SOME, and my little brother took my bed. Nice. And so I got a new bed. So I would have me too. And so I was still in my, older, my little brother's room with a new, new bed. Mm-hmm. And then I came to staff your SOME, mm-hmm. and I was, then I came home. And then that was the same. 
I came home after that after your school mm. had surgery on my shoulder. That was the same thing. Mm. Um, but now since then, my older brother moved out. My little sister moved into her his old room. My dad moved his office to my little brother's old room. Nice. And now my bed is now in my little sister's old room. Huh. Nice. And so I'll be sleeping in a room I've never slept in before. Have fun not sleeping. Yeah. Well, I haven't been sleeping the last few days anyway, so I'll be used to it. Maybe you'll have great sleep, though. Hopefully. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of weird. Well, I'm I was glad Michigan's going well. Thank you. Um, the breeze has been nice. Yeah. The sun stays out till nine. It's weird. That's awesome. It sounds like, beautiful. You're like, whoa, so <laughs> bright. I should be asleep. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm glad everything in Hawaii is going great. I can't wait to see you guys. Yeah. I'll be out of quarantine, and then we'll all be able to hang out mm-hmm. and pray together and watch TV together. Heck yeah. Me and Dalton can compete on Uber Do Eats. evangelism together. Yes. Yeah. Praise the Lord. You said you had a dream about something or something like oh, that? Oh, I was going to talk about my like weird experience this morning that would now be two weeks. Yeah, go ahead. Is going it's interesting. Yeah, it's just I had this like, I think it was, so it's two options. Either I was incredibly delusional mm-hmm. when this whole thing took place, which is my least, what well, I don't think it necessarily actually happened, or there was a demonic oppression trying to get at me and it hmm. failed because mm-hmm. I'm the Lord's anointed. Yeah, yeah. He has <laughs> favor on you, right? I have like, yeah, we have the Lord's favor. I so. have the Lord's favor. There's favor. So demons hate me yeah. and they try to get at me and yeah. they lose. But they can't because you're his favorite. Right. Right. So you're you're all, just in case you missed so that episode. Sense to everybody. Yeah. If you missed this a couple of weeks ago at this point and you're really offended that I said that, just go back talking about the favorites the guys, does God have favorites yep and it's just a joke that but sense. this thing that happened last night two weeks ago so what exactly happened yeah I love coffee my goodness um, I woke up at like 3.30 in the morning okay for no reason and I was like wow this sucks because I was experiencing a little bit of a sore throat that I was trying to beat yeah and so I was like okay I'm gonna turn off the AC so I can start breathing some warm air calm down my throat off the AC and it's like dead quiet like mm. super weird I also spent like time on Instagram because I was super bored and I was not going to mm-hmm. sleep as soon so I was up to like 4.40 probably mm. so that I was like oh my gosh I might as well just stay up at this point because I want I can do a quiet time in like in 15 minutes and then drive around for an hour like I was just rationalizing I should just stay up at this point Yeah. but I was like no I don't want to be up since 3.30 I used to do that I don't want to do it again so I just went back to sleep and I was like dead quiet so this is why I think I could be delusional um, it's like scientifically proven that when you're about to fall asleep, you could possibly start hearing voices yeah. because your brain's going to that sleep mode. So it's shutting down and it's starting to activate your subconscious and getting ready for a dream. Mm-hmm. So I've had that happen before. I, th- mm-hmm. I thought I've heard my biology teacher teaching when I was in high school. I thought, oh, that's just normal. Or there's a thing of like the scientific explanation of sleep paralysis, which I think can be spiritual and physical, which yeah. we could talk about someday. Yeah. I've had sleep paralysis before. Yeah. And so it's a sensation of like something's like weighing on you and you can't fall asleep. And it's like usually scary, which is why I think... Mm-hmm. It can't move can, your body. Yeah, it can be scientific, but it also mm. can't be spiritual. Yeah. And so, yeah, your body, like, just paralyzes itself because it's ready. Like, when you go to sleep, your body, like, turns off the movement part of you mm-hmm. so you don't flail around in your sleep and hurt yourself when you're dreaming. Yeah. Because God is super cool like that. So, it could have been, like, I was starting to shut down and then, that, that, and then like, it just wore off and I woke up. Mm-hmm. But, like, what happened was I was laying there and I was listening to the sermon falling asleep because I had to fall asleep to some type of noise. And I'm laying on my left side, and the door's to my right. And I, like, lock all the doors in the house because I just have this idea that someone could break in at any point. Yeah. Which maybe I want to pray into and see where that comes from. But it's also, I just grew up in Detroit, so yeah. I just think... It's a natural reaction. Yeah, like, nobody's coming in here. 
And I just ended up locking that kitchen, the door to the kitchen because the kitchen door to the outside actually doesn't lock. And yeah. it's like all janky. And I locked this front door to the outside and then I was just like, whatever, no one's getting in. And if I do, I'll hear them. So I'm starting to fall asleep and I think I hear this guy named Chance on staff and mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, that's weird, but like, oh, whatever, my brain's doing this thing. But yeah. then I start hearing like, it's like pounding like on the door, almost like a knocking and Whoa. I was like, I think someone's trying to get in here. Yeah, I thought. Oh, but I've also always thought it's not like a fear thing. Like, oh no, someone's gonna come in. It's like I'm almost half expecting someone to come in one day, and I'm like, all right, today's the day. I guess I'm going to attack someone now. Yeah, it's like my mentality, just in case, like I gotta protect the base or whatever. And so I was like, so I was like, oh my gosh, someone's in the house. And all of a sudden, I can't explain it any other way than it's like as if like a ray was like pushing against me at an angle, and I was being like held down, and I couldn't move. I thought, oh, maybe my body's, like, doing the paralysis thing. Yeah. But I just remember, like, peeking over my shoulder. That's all I could do is peek over my shoulder. And this weird sensation of fear that, like, just permeated my entire being, which only usually happens when demons try to get at me. Mm-hmm. I've had, like, a couple past experiences of that where demons, like, try to do things to me. And then I, like, I say, in Jesus' name, be gone, and it leaves mm-hmm. immediately. And so I had that feeling. I was like, oh, my gosh. But I was also so delusional because I was trying to fall asleep. Like, mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time I was that delusional from sleeping and being half asleep. Weird. So weird. And I like peek over my shoulder, and I thought I saw light peeking through from the from out from where we are now into the bedroom. Hmm. And I was like, "That's so weird." But it wasn't bright inside, as if it was peeking through the yeah, whole yeah. thing. It was just like this one little slit. That's why I think I was also dreaming. Huh. But I just remember, like, I couldn't figure out what was going on, and I was like, "I can't move. Why can't I get up?" I'm like, "I want to sit here while someone's breaking into the house." And I was like, "Ah." Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I felt this like. I can like weirdly feel sometimes when spirit like spiritual emotions like when yeah. there's a spiritual presence I can feel the emotion like a lot of times when I'm praying and I feel like and I'm talking to God mm. I don't necessarily hear God's voice per se I say do this I just or like or sometimes I do like when a God's like convicting me I can kind of like feel something and interpret in my head that it's like a stern look like if I'm yeah. about to do something wrong me too I can feel God being like don't do that yeah and it does not he doesn't actually say that I just have that sensation in my mind that's like don't do that so I had this sensation that this like thing was out here trying to get in yeah. and it eventually got super annoyed that it couldn't get in and just like turned around and left and as soon as that happened I like sat up and I was like free from everything and I was like well crazy I was like what the heck and I was like I don't know it's gone I'm going to sleep wow and then someone else on staff said they had woke up yeah. and had sleep paralysis too yep, that morning and, uh, yeah like a couple hours after I did and I was like yo maybe a spirit's just walking around trying to see who they can mess up it's crazy so, I've had a very similar experience too. Yeah, like That's recently. Why. No. Oh, I was gonna say last night. I was like, bro. No. Oh, I felt a little weird last night, kind of like that, but not uh, not while yeah. sleeping. Yeah. So I was just like, man, that's the worst. I had that experience about a, over a year ago. I had a similar experience where mm. I felt like the presence like get angry and like leave and uh, like huh. a demonic presence, and that was way more straightforward as a demonic ex- like a, a, a oppression of, like trying to get at me. Yeah. So I was just like, those are crazy, man. I was like. I don't know about that, bro. I was like, I... Yeah. A lot of times we live as though the spiritual world isn't real, and it's very real. Yeah. We should... We could do a whole episode on that, because there's, like, so many questions, like, why did that happen, right? Did I have a back door open that... that, that right. Some unrepentant part of my life that I don't know about was, like, mm-hmm. unconfessed, and the devil had a foothold there, or... Honestly, sometimes the devil just tries to get at you to see if he can scare you off, or right. get you off kilter, so... Mm-hmm. That's probably what more or less what I think it is, because I don't think there's anything in my life that I was, like had an open door to uh, yeah. made an agreement unknowingly. Yeah. Very which. interesting. So, yeah, anyways, that's a good portion of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I got to take up on my dream. <laughs> that's pretty cool, though. It's, it's very interesting. 
Very interesting. Let us know if you guys have had any like experiences like that. It's super weird. Yeah. yeah. And you're not alone and you're not you're not like a yeah. reject or weird for it. We know? both experienced that too. It's pretty normal. Yeah. So today's topic is one that's very interesting and one that people think all the time and the one one that I've like incorrectly believed in um, as well. Yeah. And like felt convicted about. Um, and also something that's very, very controversial, um, and that people feel very bad about a lot. And that is um, having a nine to five job versus wanting to be like in full time ministry. And yeah. the idea that like you're not doing a good job or not doing the Lord's work if you're just like working at Costco. You Yo. Know? Bro, I worked at Costco. Don't I know, I know. We're, arguing, we're, at me, we're arguing your point right I now. I love Costco, bro. <laughs> if you're at Costco, or like, and you're thinking, man, I just wish I was serving the Lord right now, and I wish I was like a pastor or something like that. You know, I, mean? I wish I was working yeah. at the church, like doing something with the church like full-time, because if I was in full-time ministry, like, then, then God would really then appreciate really what I'm doing. really a God's presence. Yeah, I'd be like a real Christian if yeah. I was in full-time ministry. Yeah. Um, and I think we have an interesting perspective to talk about this, because we are in full-time ministry, right? Like, our day-to-day is more in my way and people will give us money um, so we can stay in this and continue to share the gospel with people as yeah. much as we can, right? Yeah. Um, and figure out better ways that we can impact the community and overseas to do that. Um, so what do you think? Like, have you had that experience a lot growing up? Have you ever, have you ever had that feeling of like, yeah. I wish I was just in full-time ministry? So in my, in, in my paradigm of my world, I always had this idea that grass is greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, I'm not discontent with where I am. Yeah. I just always think, the next thing's going to be better or this other thing could be better mm-hmm. just because I'm always like thinking forward and I'm yeah. like I have, pra- I have to spend like be very mindful of being present and, like okay like be in Hawaii Ethan like sometimes I'm like man how great would it be to have like a job back home yeah. where you just have a house or apartment mm-hmm. and you have the same like and you just get paid for your work and you do this and you could start a Bible study at a college group I think boom 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 but then God's like Ethan you live in Hawaii and you have a great community around you and I'm like yeah Oh yes, praise the Lord for my situation. Yes, and I love where I am, but I'm always thinking like that way. Like, what's next? What else could be? What the mm-hmm. other thing could look like if I was to do it? And um, you said my thoughts on it, my opinions. My yeah, I mean, did you grow up with that like yeah. that perception of man? I wish I was just yeah. serving the Lord in full time ministry. Yeah, I used to be a welder, full time welder, like fifty six hours a week. I would do welding, mm-hmm. and I always thought to myself, man, this is good. But I was thinking because I was also like part of leadership in the church mm-hmm. i was also part of like in the youth group and stuff like that and so i thought man i can't wait till tonight when we can be at the youth group or i can't wait till yeah. this worship night or this church meeting on sunday i can't wait for that i want to be in full-time ministry how great would it be to be on the state like preparing teachings all week right. rather than this and, and right be, like and there's nothing wrong with that mindset right. either but then when i and then i joined yway and then i'm thinking how great would it be to have a full-time job where i get to go there and go yeah. so i've had that like it's like it's a battle it's just like being learning to be content but yeah i've definitely had those thoughts where it's like yeah I wonder how this, how much better this would be, or how much better this would be. Right, right. And I think, I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, okay. Just, okay, okay. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think there's a distinction you can make between a genuine desire, like God has called you into, um, like working with the church or something. I don't want to use the term full time ministry because I believe every lifestyle as a Christian is full time ministry. Yeah. Um, there may be some like genuine desires for that, and that's a good desire to have. If that's the desire God's put in your heart. But I think the danger comes when you're thinking, "I can't do ministry because I just have a nine to five job." 
I wish I was in the church so I could be pleasing the Lord and doing ministry. Right. right? I think that's the dangerous part. Yeah. And I want to let you guys know if you're in that place where you're like working nine to five mm-hmm. or and we say nine to five just as like any job that's not ministry per se, you could be part time, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're like out there thinking, man, I just want to be in ministry and you maybe you have a calling for ministry. And that's good. And you should pursue that mm-hmm. and, and lead, go by God's leading in that. But honestly, guys, full-time ministry as far as like our situation goes by the classic definition of full-time ministry what's that by like the classic definition of full-time ministry yeah full-time ministry is just a nine-to-five yes in a church or an organization or an or christian organization yeah or it's a nine to whenever you go to sleep yeah and sometimes at night (laughs) when people wake you up Yeah. yeah and like people call you like Oh, I'm so upset. Like, this question I'm wrestling with. Like, one time I was, like, about to go to sleep after, like, interning in a youth group all day. And went down. Mm-hmm. I was about to go to sleep. And it was, like, 11 at night. My friend texted me. He's like, I hate God. And I was like, well, no, you don't. I guess I'm not going to sleep. Yeah, so we, te- we texted him. I was like, I don't think you actually. It was a whole a good thing. And he yeah. he loves the Lord greatly. And that's, he's just, like, mm-hmm. processing some things. But, yeah, he's on, he's good right now. Nice. But, anyways, so right now, 9 to 5 looks like for us <laughs> a lot of work. With no pay, <laughs> right? So, like, there, there's glamorous parts of it, right? Yeah. We, God provides. and not not saying that, like, oh, no, we're suffering. I don't think yeah. that I would consider myself suffering right now. But I will say that, like, there's parts of full-time ministry that look glamorous. Yeah. But there's also a lot of parts that aren't necessarily what the world say is glamorous, right? Like, we don't get paid for our work. Right. We actually have we, – we raise support, and then we pay the base – to mm-hmm. let us work here, mm-hmm. you know? And some people are like, wait, you pay so you can work 40 plus hours a week? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's fine. That sounds about right. And if I want AC, I have to pay more, so. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, and I got a card, so now I got to take care of that. And it's like, yeah. And so, so like, my older brother was, like, so confused when I told him that. Because yeah. he's, like, he's like, why are you doing that? I'm like, oh, this is the word I feel like I'm supposed it's, to be. Yeah, like, God's calling me to. And, and the, the evidence is that, like, you know, God provides. God's taking care of us. And mm-hmm. he, he always comes through. So there's fulfillment in that. But I think the only reason we have fulfillment where we are is because we are where God wants us, right? Yeah. And so full-time ministry is just serious devotion to the Lord and being where he has you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and being an influence of change for the kingdom of God in that place. Yeah. Right? Because the mission of the Christian, for every Christian, hands down, is to increase and expand the kingdom of god mm-hmm. right and so that can look and that and that goes for everything in the in jesus's mind it's not like a oh these are the good like super christians who would do ministry and then like regular christians who do yeah. this it's like no it's like you're a christian yeah and whether you're serving the body or you're expanding the body mm-hmm. by like evangelism or, or influencing those around you mm-hmm. it's still ministry you know yeah. you could be in an office and still have full-time ministry yeah. because you're creating those relationships with mm-hmm. those coworkers that you can take out to lunch and then talk to, right? Yeah. yeah. And wherever you are, you can have ministry. I think there's this idea um, that we've talked about in the podcast before of like there's a secular and there's a sacred world, right? And you think, oh, I just have a secular job. Like I can't talk about God at this job. Like yeah. I can't do all these things I wish I could do at this job. I wish I worked in the sacred world where I could always be discipling people and always be sharing my faith with people, right? Yeah. When in actuality, there's no such thing as a secular and sacred world, right? Everywhere is God's world, and it's your job as a citizen of his kingdom to expand his kingdom with whoever you're with, right? Yeah. When I was back home um, during like the height of COVID back in March or 
uh, yeah, in March, um, I had a job and I could share the, the gospel just as well at that job as I do here, right? All the coworkers around me, I can have conversations with. I'm meeting lots of new people for the first time, talking to them about what I do, and it's an instant open up for what the gospel is, right? Yeah. It's easy to share the gospel with whoever you're around. As long as you're listening to what God has to say and how he wants to speak into other people's lives, it's just as easy as if you're a full-time evangelist at YWAM or something right. like that. And the I mean. thing is, like, if you're in one of those quote-unquote sexual... Sexual... <laughs> <laughs> Don't have a sexual job. <laughs> Secular jobs. <laughs> um... You probably have a better chance of expanding the kingdom of God yeah. in a way of evangelism than we might hear. Whereas, like our forty hours looks like for right now for me in this season, forty hours looks like renovating houses that our students are going to live in, the classrooms that we mm. we host uh, schools in, and then on the side also prepping for the next school we run. Right. And therefore, I don't have a lot of time dedicated outside of those forty hours. I can do my I can dedicate my free time to that. Yeah. Right. And then this podcast as well. We're like we're mm-hmm. still doing this podcast with it. So we have like three jobs that fill up forty plus hours. Yeah. And then we still try to create change in the community on top of that, you yeah. know. And it's like when you're in a the place of forty hours in an office space or a coffee shop or something like that mm-hmm. or Costco, you're surrounded by people who don't know Jesus and yeah. you have it right at your at your foot, mm-hmm. right at the door, right? Of like, mm-hmm. hey, I can evangelize this person. Whereas I can like encourage people here in their walk, which is what we, mm. we try to do, which is a good thing to do and engage in conversations with staff members here mm. about what God's doing, what God's speaking and stuff, which is good and needed. Yeah. But we're not expanding in the same way where we're adding members mm. because we're, we're very inward focused right now doing a lot of prep work for things. Yeah. Even in the same way, you could think of a pastor who works in a church. It's harder for him to evangelize and share the gospel with people because he's in this like christian bubble right he has to go out and seek the people that he wants to speak to about god um or talk to people in the church about god rather than you who gets paid to go be with those people anyway yeah right on top of trying to teach messages and be true to the word of god and take care of his flock yeah it's almost like if you're a farmer and you've got like i got to feed my whole flock while also i'm gonna go try to find Mm. more to bring in Mm. and and it's just like very it's a a lot it's very exhausting i guess you could say if you're not taking care of yourself yeah one really 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 big point that i want to make probably like the the thing i want to emphasize the most besides evangelism where you are and whatever state of life you're in is that evangelism and sharing the gospel with people and discipling people um is not the only thing that brings god glory correct right we we freaking need people to provide us with food we need scientists to create everything all the technology that we have right to understand the universe. Understanding the universe is a pursuit that God has tasked us with, right? It's a beautiful thing. Furthering mankind is something that God has tasked yeah. us with. Like right? we need people in science, we need people in medicine, right. all that All stuff. of those things are command from God, meaning that those things bring him just as much glory, yeah. right? So if you're in your job and you just live in a society and you're a Christian and you're representing Christ well, you're bringing God glory by working that nine to five job right? You are praising him with every action that you do in that day, right? Yeah. Your life is worship to God, not just like in musical worship right. or in prayer. Your life and what you do, how you act is worship to God, not just in how you share your faith, which we should be doing, but how hard you work and yeah. the dedication, the integrity you have behind closed doors when yeah. you're at work, right? And there's commands in that. God says, and I think Galatians maybe, 
Paul writes and he says like whatever you do do as if you're doing it unto the Lord yeah. you know as if you're working for the Lord yeah so it's, just, it's really good stuff like if you're a scientist and you're mm-hmm. like oh I'm trying to figure out all this stuff it's like okay pretend God's your boss and he's ordained you to do this yeah. and you're like I mean, I'm gonna work for God yeah you know and even the parts of society that get looked over where it's like raising your children right yeah. Like, in, at least in America, we're so driven for success in the business world mm-hmm. that, like, the stay-at-home parent, whether mother or father, might be looked over. But it's like, you know, if God's called you to be a stay-at-home dad or stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. that's amazing. And your task is to glorify mm-hmm. God by teaching your children to follow God mm-hmm. and glorify God in that and love God. And yeah. come to a point that when they're ready to make a decision, that they see that God's real and cares for them and they want mm-hmm. to follow Him. Yeah. Right? And in that is, like, being a parent is probably... One it's yeah. Besides being a Christian, being a parent is probably one of the greatest callings a, a human has. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think there's such like a glorification of being in full time ministry that happens in the church, where it's like this is the top celebrity you can become. I want to be like that guy because I'll be famous yeah. or I'll be like pleasing God. When in actuality, man, everybody is glorifying God in what mm-hmm. they do as long as they're acting in accordance and having a great relationship with the Lord, yeah. right? And living that out in their everyday life. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm positive Paul didn't go around and be like, <laughs> everybody, you should be like missionaries just like I am and go to all of Asia, yeah, right? Yeah, just the complete opposite. Yeah, he's, he's in, instructing churches in their own hometowns how to live lives that glorify yeah. God. And he says, like, if all were the nose, where would the hearing be? If all were the ears, where would yeah. the smelling be? And, like, wherever you are in the body of Christ live in that be content mm-hmm. in that and do it to the best of your yeah, ability and glorifying God in yeah. your actions and it's expanding the kingdom of God mm-hmm. you know God might give you a 9 to 5 and then ask you to pray for like a couple hours a day outside of that and then like yeah. you have a prayer ministry right Yeah. and it's like it's powerful mm-hmm. and that's good and it's glorifying to God and I think really what it comes down to is what C.S. Lewis, Lewis said when he said the chief end of man mm-hmm. is to know God and enjoy Him forever. Yeah. Not there's some dispute if he actually said that, but it's like yeah. He, well, it's not his original saying, but I think right. he, I'm so sure he said it. At one he point. probably popularized it or whatever. I think I looked into it trying to figure out who said it, but yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter. Chief end of man is to know God and enjoy Him forever, mm-hmm. wherever you are, and that's going to be fulfilling, and that's what it is. Because yeah, we're not called to be in full time. Not, not everyone's called to be in full time ministry, mm-hmm. but every Christian is called to love God. And know God and make Him known. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. So full-time ministry, you can be in full-time ministry without having to be paid to like work for a church or Ooh, work for an organization, <laughs> right? Full-time ministry doesn't make any sense. Like we're we're not in something special called like full-time ministry. Our job is just a little bit different than someone who works a nine to five at Trader Joe's. You know, yeah. that person is just as much in like a air quotes full-time ministry as we're in full-time ministry. You know Absolutely. I mean? Both of our jobs are the same, to share the gospel with everybody around and live a Christ-centered life in a relationship with Him yeah. um, and showing everybody by our actions who we serve. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, we both have the same command, the same job. I don't get some special, like, reward because I'm I'm doing this over here and, and right. you're, like, doing a terrible job at Trader Joe or something <laughs> like that. Like, I've, yeah, I've actually found it almost, in, and this might just be for me, but it's almost sometimes easier to live that Christian life when I'm not in full-time ministry. Yeah, because it really is. For, at least for myself, how I look at it, I was like, okay, I'm, I might be this person, my coworker, or this stranger who would like, come across me and, and work. I might be their only 
experience of Christ or mm-hmm. what a Christian is. And so therefore, mm-hmm. I need to do my part to glorify God as much as I can to them. Yeah. Whereas when you're in a Christian ministry surrounded by Christians all the time, it's very easy to fall into the temptation mindset. And this is not good, but I'm just saying it's very easy to fall into yeah. where you think, Ah, these guys are Christians. They know things. I'm going to start taking a back seat. Right. I'm going to slack them do all, all my work. quiet time. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, yeah, it's just, and it's not good, but it's very easy to fall into that. I've had times where I fall yeah. into that where I'm like, I'm not going to like necessarily like pay too much attention to my spiritual life because yeah. I'm surrounded by Christians all the time. Yeah. You take a responsibility off of yourself and you say, oh, I'm, I don't have this responsibility in yeah. being like a full-time minister. Like these people can do it or are paid to do it. It's their job because they're paid to do it. Yeah. When in reality, we're all called to be representatives of Christ. Yeah. And so that's, yeah, that's really it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like, there is full-time ministries, whatever you're doing in your life. Yeah. To glorify, like wherever you are, full, anyone can be a full-time minister. Yeah. Because you've been given, not, you're not given the mandate of a full, of ministry by man mm-hmm. saying, okay, and God gives the mandate to pastor, but you might not be, have the, the role of like, Okay, I'm going to pastor this church given to me by whatever. Like, hey, yeah. a pastor comes to me and hires me as a youth pastor, you know, mm-hmm. and now, now I have to be a full-time minister to steward these kids, mm-hmm. right? But it's like God, of the creator of the universe, has given everyone this mandate to mm-hmm. make him known. Yeah. And because the mandate comes from God, that's your first priority. Yeah. If God has put the desire and passion inside of you to be a professional surfer, and that's what he's gifted you with, and that's what he's called you to, you doing that is as much glorifying to him as someone being a missionary in Uganda. Yeah. You know what I mean? As long yeah. as that is the thing that God has called you to do and gifted you with, and you're living your life with an amazing relationship with God and, and loving people the best of your ability, you are being blessed just as much as anybody else yeah. doing, like, air quotes, full-time ministry. And I would actually say, if God called you to be a surfer in the spotlight and and being, like, super famous and having all this influence... Mm-hmm. And then God's like, hey, I'm going to give you the skill, this passion, this talent, so you can have this voice and this influence. If you look at that and say, I don't want that because it's more godly or righteous to be a pastor and you mm-hmm. become a pastor, I would say you might be in danger of even being yeah. in sin. Oh, yeah, you are in sin. Yeah, I, yeah. I just want to try to look carefully on that because, yeah. but like, you're disobeying God. Yeah, you're going against, if God says, go be a, a surfer, I'm going to give you influence, and you say, no, God. I'm going to become a pastor because that's what's really good. Yeah. Then you're sinning. You're disobeying God. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and some, maybe some pastors are like, wish God would have called me to be a surfer. Yeah. But hey, yeah. you know, it's, God's grace is sufficient. It's definitely something that I intellectually know and I know in my heart, but I still feel mm-hmm. myself feeling all the time. You, yeah. know, what I, you know what I mean? Um, it's something that takes a long time to process through just because of the way our culture is set up. In that we do glorify people in in like full time ministry way more than we glorify just the average person. So it's something that's hard to get past. Um, and for everybody listening, I would say just examine your heart every day and make sure you're not glorifying that over what God has called you to, and be content in what the calling is that God has for your life, and not the calling of someone else that God has on someone else's life. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. That's it. Pretty good. Yeah. Let us know what you guys thought of this episode. If you like disagree with us and you think uh, being in full-time <laughs> ministry is better than working at Starbucks, if God's telling you to do that, we'd love to have a discussion about it. If you have any topics you can think of you want to send in, we'd love to hear your questions or your topics. Let us know. Follow us on Instagram. Watch us on YouTube. We'll be both of those. We have Facebook. We got it all. 
no. check us out. We, love we don't have TikTok. We don't have it all. We don't have TikTok. That's true. Because we're adults. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you guys. We'd love to talk to you. And if you want, um, by this time, we should have created a Patreon already, probably. Hopefully. Yeah. And so if you want to, you can go support us there. Man, even a dollar helps. We're trying to make stickers and shirts. And we're, st- we're, <laughs> we're talking stickers. We're talking shirts. We're talking flying to your house and ringing your doorbell. <laughs> Not that part. If you pay us enough money, maybe. Yeah, if you want to donate $500 a month so we can buy plane tickets, go yeah. for it. But. but yeah, maybe donate 50 cents. Donate a dollar. Like, everything helps so we can start getting, like, merch and products out there. And we can start, like, buying ads on Instagram and stuff like that. And yeah. getting the word out to youth groups and to college groups so that people start to hear um, the word of God and have their hard questions answered. Yeah. Yeah. And this is all for God's glory to help the body and grow the body and mature the body. So... Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening, sharing with your friends, and helping any way you can. Even just prayers are amazing too. Oh yeah, please pray and share so. it with all your friends. Everybody you think would need it. Everybody that's struggling. Um, anybody who has questions, share it with everybody you know. We would love to get um, more people's questions answered. Yeah, that's why we're here. That's why we exist. Yep. We love God. We love you guys. Yep. Take care. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>